800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis, and these are the stories we're following this hour. General Manager of Eagle Crest, Dave Scalen, says while Eagle Crest has been delayed opening a few times, they're still having fun on the mountain. The Jack hosted their last market of the year on Saturday. And Representative Story gave her reaction to the governor's preliminary budget released last Thursday. But first, General Manager of Eagle Crest, Dave Scanlon, says while Eagle Crest has had to delay their opening day a few times now due to a lack of snow, they're still having fun on the mountain. We uh, opened up the grill this weekend, and uh, so we had a ton of people coming up, looking forward to getting on the ptarmigan chair, and we've had a lot of people up hiking the mountain as well. So it's been nice to at least open up the grill, and we've got our retail shop open and our ski repair shop open. So lots of stuff to do, just getting ready for the season and buying some last-minute stocking stuffers and stuff like that. So. They had hopes to have a soft opening yesterday for experienced skiers and snowboarders, but were not able to because of high winds. So really, it's just a matter of us continuing to get snow like we got today. Our goal today with the soft opening is, you know, we got way more snow than we thought we were going to get on Thursday and Friday night. It was just barely enough snow for us to get the eastern side of the mountain open. Uh, The western side always takes a little bit more snow, but... We wanted to get the advanced and expert riders up and get them packing all that snow down over the obstacles so we can do more uh, more grooming to the slopes. So Eagle Crest has a Christmas wish for snow. We also have an annual Christmas tradition coming up on Christmas Eve. We have a bunch of kids' crafts, Christmas cookies, um, and then we do a Santa gift exchange. So we always have Santa arrive. We have Santa arrive at the top of the porcupine lift trails we'll do a little torchlight parade and then we usually bring santa in and the patrol toboggan and uh then he's got gifts for all the kids whose uh family sign up for the gift exchange and santa hands out a bunch of presents to the kids and it's just a really fun time you can register to receive gifts from Santa or sign up for the Torchlight Parade on Eagle Crest's website under their events tab. The Juno Arts and Humanities Council hosted their last market of the year on Saturday. There was about 35 vendors who participated in the stuffed market, and it was a requirement to have products at $25 or less. Marketing manager of the Jack, Tracy Ferguson Hayes, says the stuffed market is for everybody. We kind of thought about stocking stuffers, those last-minute gifts, um, and then we also thought that uh, there are so many other opportunities for between Thanksgiving and public market and gallery walk and all of the other markets um, around Juneau. And we wanted something that adheres to everybody. Some of the vendors who participated. I'm so busy. I really love uh, her stockings. She has, um, she makes her own stockings and they are, uh, little extra tough stockings. They're so cute. We also have Ricochet Crafts and Tidewatcher. They have some really cool ornaments. And I always love to highlight Bird Nest Pottery because she has some really neat ceramics and they're all under $30. The Jack accepted food donations at the stuffed market, although Ferguson Hayes says someone can donate anytime all of our markets and throughout the entire year we're asking for food donations for the Southeast Alaska Food Bank. So not only during the holiday season, not only during our markets, if you want um, if you're downtown and you want to just stop by the store or 
um, donate some some non-perishable food items, we're always accepting donations here at the Jack. I think um, during Pumpkin Spice Market, our last market, we um, were able to donate over 500 pounds of food to the Southeast Alaska Food Bank. So you all showed up. That was amazing. Um, and we're hoping to kind of meet that. And local representative Andy's story shared her initial reaction to the governor's preliminary budget released on Thursday. First of all, checked about the ferry funding. Uh, so important for our region, and I'm pleased to see that uh, there is funding uh, for the federal match for the ferries, and um, what we wanted uh, was in there. So that's just critically important for our region. So that was great. On the other hand, disappointed that education funding is flat and the one-time boost in education was not kept. And so it's eight years in a row where um, no new money has been in the governor's budget. And we've got a lot of work to do in that area. Uh, just uh, can't tell you how much education is an economic issue. Governor wants to make our state uh, really attractive to families and the families that I talk to, uh, business people, they want more money for education. Of course, we all uh, want our schools to be doing well, and it takes resources to do that. Representative Story, Representative Sarah Hammond, and Senator Jesse Keel are hosting a holiday open house tomorrow at the Alaska State Capitol from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. It's free and open to the public. Coming up, Juno's high school wrestling team attended the Alaska School Activities Association State Championships in Anchorage. That story next when News of the North continues. Juno's high school wrestling team attended the Alaska School Activities Association State Championships in Anchorage on Friday and Saturday. After returning home yesterday, Coach Jason Haas says they had a few broken hearts, but they can only go up from here. Quite a few matches that didn't go quite the way that we were hoping for, but quite a few that did, and we did come home with three top six placers with uh, Camden Mesmer, Landon Dunn, and Justice Starbone all placing. And we had almost all of our guys on the team that went up there wrestled well enough the first day to advance to the second day of the tournament. And so that was great. We did a little better than we did last year up there. And uh, so we just keep trying to remind ourselves that we need to trust the process and not expect immediate results. And just keep remembering the goals that we did achieve this year and look forward to the seasons to come. All the wrestling coaches say the Alaska Airlines Center in Anchorage is a bigger venue than they are used to, which may have overwhelmed them the first day. But on the second day of state, they pushed past their anxiety. Freshman Camden Mesmer talks about placing fourth. He's been wrestling for 10 years. As the tournament went on, I got a little less nervous. Wrestled how I would usually wrestle in a normal tournament. He says he stepped his game up for state. Even though he didn't get third like he wanted, he knows he's improving. To face a kid from East High School, which I lost to in Lancer to get first. So I got second at one. Now to wrestle him to get third, which I lost again. He wrestled better the second time I wrestled him compared to the first. Mesmer also had to face his teammate Landon Dunn. He says they've been battling since they were kids and they were both getting better pretty nerve-wracking because sometimes it's like if I beat him then he won't be able to get on the podium and it's hard to see your teammate not make the podium. 
He says next year he's going to try to place higher and beat kids he hasn't before. He says next year he's going to try and place higher and beat kids he hasn't before. He says he was able to learn a lot of new moves at State and see their team come together. I think our team did really good as a team. And throughout the tournament, our, I feel like our team bond became a lot better. Coach Dano adds he's also seen the team bond this season. He says they've overcome so much this year, and he is very proud. Considering how young they are, it makes you really, really proud to see these young kids grow from where they've started from to where they've come now, to go to state, to win regions, you know, just to see the smile on their face, come together as a team and kind of create unity and kind of create that culture that us coaches have been talking about. Liam Hart is the wrestling team's one senior this year. Next year, they'll have a bigger group of seniors who will be better prepared for state. And Juno Douglas High School's hockey team had games against Palmer Friday and Saturday night as well. On Friday night, Palmer took the win 5-1, whereas on Saturday night, Palmer took the win again, but in a much closer match with the final score being 3-2. JDHS head coach Matt Boleen says this was what they did differently last night compared to Friday's match. We managed the puck better. Um, we were more aggressive on the forecheck tonight. Um, last night we were a little bit slow to jump in and, and um, create a turnover, and tonight we were a little bit better on that. It also helped uh, to stay out of penalty trouble. You know, last night there were 16 penalties. That's a lot of penalties in a game. That's 34 minutes out of 45. You know, there's somebody in the box. So um, tonight was a little bit different. I think we only had, well, let's see. Yeah, we had two penalties. They had six penalties tonight so a lot different eight penalties versus 16 it's half as many so the flow is a little bit better um we play pretty well when we get into our flow and we get all of our lines rolling and and all of our guys um involved junior judges dylan soa number 35 made the first goal you know dylan's got a great shot you know it's hard to he's hard for any goalie to stop you know he's not that big of a kid but you see him warming up with his shorts on he's he's got uh, we, we tell him he's he's part of the quadzilla club you know he's, he's really strong down low and he can shoot the puck really hard and jd judges emilio holbrook in number 37 made the second he's a he's a pit bull in a dog fight and he just he finds a way to get the puck and fire it on net and, and uh, i believe it was like a second or third rebound is down on this end you know luke had the puck behind the net he fed it out to i think caden caden took a shot and then emilio came up and cleaned it up the JDHS team has a lot of experienced varsity players and a good group of seniors. After a holiday break, JDHS will face Homer on January 5th and 6th. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, kinyradio.com.